welcome to the Vanguard Athletics Podcast Network. Uh, my name is Mike Matosian. I'm here with our head golf coach, Jeff Anderson, for another edition of Coach's Corner. Uh, we're just going to go ahead and jump right in. Cool. Um, so go ahead and tell me what started with your in, uh, interest in golf. What was your like biggest influence getting to the sport? Because I feel like that's not a sport that you can just easily pick up and just jump right into. Man, that's a good question. Um... I grew up playing baseball and soccer. That's all I knew growing up. And um, the the honest story of how I picked up golf was I had a huge crush on a girl that lived down the street from me. And um, her boyfriend at that time was a golfer, and he invited me to play. My dad had an old set of clubs in the garage, and I was like, absolutely, I'm going to play with this guy. And uh, that's really how I, you know, got the game. That's how I got into the sport. I was pretty athletic growing up. It just kind of came somewhat natural for me, and that's mm-hmm. where we're at now. So, so how easy does a baseball swing translate over to a golf swing? Because I don't uh, think there's nothing in the world like golf swing. Yeah, I mean, there's some similarities. I mean, it's also a lot of muscle memory. Um, you know, hand and eye, hand eye. You know, um, I don't know what to try to Hand eye uh, coordination. Um, you know, it's, it was just kind of like again, it just came pretty. Uh, Natural, just because I'm doing kind of the same movement, um, all the weight to the front side type of thing. But um, yeah, I mean, I worked hard, but it, it was it wasn't like I was uncomfortable in the beginning swinging a golf club. So got it. So sounds like your biggest influence was the girl you had a crush on getting into the sport. So when did you start to take things more seriously and really say I'm going to dive into this? Yeah, um, probably. The, the summer of my junior year of high school, um, I played a lot of golf that summer. Um, started playing some local junior stuff, and uh, I excelled. I mean, it was weird. It was just one of those things where it, uh, it didn't come, like I said, it didn't come easily, but it was something that I was doing well at. And then um, I had a little bit of uh, incentive just because I knew someone that was coming to the school playing, and um, I knew that the golf team was struggling at my high school, and they were looking for players. And I was able to still do, it was funny because I did run track in high school as well, so I was able to do track and golf at the same time. So that was a really big uh, deciding factor of, you know, kind of playing golf in high school and stuff. So what happened to soccer and baseball? Um, I, you know, I just kind of was uh, burnt out. I did it ever since the age of five, all the way until I was 16, so 11 years. Um, again, I grew up in a pretty athletic family. I had three brothers. My mom and dad had us constantly doing stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I love those sports. You know, I excelled at those sports as well. Um, nothing to, like, a national level, but I, I definitely excelled in the sense of, you know, in a local area. But um, golf just, it's, you know, it's, it, you have no one to blame but yourself. It's, mm-hmm. it's a very, um, you know, it's a humbling sport, and it's really big on integrity, and I was really, that's something that means a lot to me. So, um, and to this day, it's, I'm, I'm still learning. I mean, being in the game this long, I'm still learning, so. Yeah. So would you say you kind of lean more towards the individual sports with cross country in there as well with the, the mix with golf? Yeah, I mean, I'm very team-oriented, obviously, being a coach. Um, I always looked up to all, all my coaches growing up, mm-hmm. um, whether it was my dad or, you know, just a, whoever our coach was. Um, they, they all had an impact in me growing up. Um, I, I guess the individual, for me personally, was just more of a challenge. Um, just because I was challenging myself right. and I couldn't, uh, you know, blame on somebody else and <laughs> put all the blame on me, right. which is good because it helps you grow and builds character and uh, and obviously it's got me, you know, to, to play other sports and coaching and all that kind of stuff. So 
So was your dad your coach while you were playing baseball, soccer, growing up? Or? Um, my dad only coached me once in soccer, never in baseball. All right. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I mean, my baseball memories are a lot more fonder than the soccer memories just because I felt like I achieved more in baseball mm-hmm. than I did soccer. But, um, yeah, I remember riding my bike to the Little League field and, you know, having, you know, the chili billy after <laughs> a game and... But, um, yeah, this is some of my best friends I've met through sports growing up, so, yeah. So, what, so, um, Coach Anderson attended Western High School in Anaheim, where you mm-hmm. played golf and ran cross-country all four years, mm-hmm. and then you go to Fullerton College, mm-hmm. where you also played golf mm-hmm. and cross-country. Mm-hmm. So, what was the draw to get into cross-country? You what, know? What kind of kicked that off? <laughs> kind of what I alluded to earlier, just... You know, being in an active family, right. um, I had a lot of energy uh, growing up, and uh, I just, again, I was a good distance runner growing up, and um, I, I know that I said I played a lot of golf and soccer growing up, and I did, mm-hmm. but I also did run cross country, like you said, four years in high school, and my first year at Fulton College, but I don't know, I just excelled at it. I mean, I don't look like I do, like I do now, but... Uh, um, but it was a lot of fun. Um, I really did enjoy. It was kind of my alone time too, mm-hmm. just kind right. of that own personal time. You know, there's times where people would say they hear me humming when I'm go- when I was playing when I'm running. It was the truth, and uh, I, I did pretty well at it. I was, you know, I I won league three years in a row, and thought this might be the path God had for me. Mm-hmm. But you know, golf was still my passion at that time. So. So give me your favorite memory either at Western or Fullerton on the greens or on the track. Um, I would say my favorite memory for I'll go running first mm-hmm. cross country was um, we were we had a we had a meet that's what they what you call them back then and um, the meet just the, the the trail happened to go right by my house and uh, I had such a big enough lead I had to go to the restroom and I stopped at my house went to the restroom came back and I still was way ahead of the pack and ended up winning. That was kind of a fun story. Hopefully it's not too much information, but that's the truth. Um, and then uh, golf, you know, um, I would say, you know, the team that I had my senior year was very special. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously being a teammate of Tiger Woods, that helped out a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, we had a great group of guys. Um, I remember we lost league um, by two putts. We... Um, Tiger three part of the last hole and we lost by one. But we just a great group of guys. You know, we got to travel up to Carmel and play in tournaments and um, just the team camaraderie was a lot of fun. So perfect. So then in two thousand one you became a PGA apprentice professional yeah. so you compete on the Golden State and Pepsi mini mm-hmm. tours. Yeah. So what was that experience like? I feel like that's kind very of humbling. Time, yeah. Very humbling. A lot of good golfers. Um, you know, during that time in my life I was young enough to kind of still live at home and I was working and um, Again, golf was one of those sports where I was—I felt like I was getting better and better by year, year by year, mm-hmm. and still working hard, still you know doing the, all that. But um, yeah, I, I did a little bit of that. I did—I wasn't too successful at it just because of I was working too, so mm-hmm. that took a lot of my time. Um, you know, nowadays these guys that are excelling on these mini tours—that's all they're doing. Right. That's all they're doing. They're practicing. They're playing. But uh, a lot of fun. I learned a lot about myself during that, those times. Uh, again, learning learning more about myself and, and the relationships I made with people in that time are still some of my best friends now. So, so what was your favorite memory during that period of time? Do you have one? Oh gosh, um, I don't. I mean, just I guess my favorite memory is just being able to compete. Okay. You know, um, I don't have one specific memory that stands out, but 
Um, yeah, just competing, playing a sport that I loved. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. I like I said, never won any tournaments. I never, but I was close. Just more of, it was just more of uh, me putting myself against the best players at that time. Awesome. To see where my game stood. Do you have a favorite course that you've ever played? Let's go there. Ever played or oh, played on the, man, the tours this is as well? Tough question. Uh, I think my favorite course that I played in the area is probably Hacienda Golf Club. It's in I think La Habra. Um, a lot of good golf courses. I've been blessed to play some really good ones. Um, golf course I played in Georgia called Hawks Ridge. Really nice. Um, you know, from I've played Pebble. I've played Spyglass. I mean. I've been blessed. I mean, there's a lot of good ones, so I'm hoping to play more down the road. So, Awesome. So then you served as a golf professional at six of the top public and private clubs around. Then you spend three years as a head boys golf coach at Orange Lutheran, mm -hmm. you two years at uh, Valley Christian High yep. School, and one year at Biola. Yes. So where does the desire come from, like, competing professionally to jump into coaching? How does that shift or come about? You know, that's a really good question. Um, so I was working at a private club at the time, and um, I've always been involved with juniors. I love interacting with junior golfers, whether it was golf or whatever sport they were in. And uh, yeah, I just got approached to see if I'd be interested in coaching one of the boys that I kind of knew from the club mm -hmm. in high school. And um, I was like, well, sure. I mean, it's um, if that's the door God's opening for me, then that's what I'm going to do. And uh, yeah, I mean, I did it. Um, it was a lot of fun. Again, everything that I've done from playing to coaching, I've learned so much about myself. And I would never tell myself I'm the perfect coach because I think we learn more and more every year that we coach and we're around kids. I was blessed with that opportunity. Um, you know, and it's funny, I keep bringing this up, but every time I go somewhere or do something, I make really good relationships. Mm -hmm. And that's in a place at Orange Lutheran. I made a really good, made some good contacts with people. and. Um, you know, I was involved with the school from missions to things, you know, because for me, I just don't want to be a coach. I want to be involved. Right. I want to be involved with the school that I'm working at. Um, and again, just learning more and more each year that I'm coaching and obviously brought me to Vanguard. So, and I'm still learning. So, yeah. but it's a lot of fun, a lot of work, <laughs> uh, but I really do enjoy it. Um, and, uh, and I, I'm just excited to kind of see where this, where this road takes me. So. So is there any challenges coming from competing professionally to coaching high school kids? Is there ever like kind of a barrier like, I was doing this way better than you? And yeah, <laughs> well, not really a barrier, just more of I need to be patient. Okay. Because you, me as a coach, I care so much about my players that I want them to to excel and achieve what they're trying to achieve. Right. And when I see them and they're so close, I just want to like jump in their body and like do it for them. <laughs> but again, it's more of, you know, you know, God's blessed me with patience because I'm not, if you ask my wife, I'm not the most patient person. But when it comes to coaching and with golf, it's something I'm very passionate about. I'm just, I don't take it lightly. I'm so passionate about coaching, investing in the kids. And, um, you know, the transition from playing to coaching, I felt like was pretty smooth. So, um, obviously, they have different type of, you know, uh, responsibilities. Mm -hmm. But um, I feel like I've done... I'll just say okay job, but I'm, I'm doing better and better as, as time goes on. So, awesome. So, kind of what drew your attention to Vanguard in the first place? Um, you know, I, I heard I I knew of the school, um, and then uh, again I was working at a club. I was coaching. Um, uh, am I allowed to say Jeff Monsky's name, or should I just leave that out? I'm not sure. 
Yeah, I don't know. I'll just say, like, someone approached me from... I'll just say, yeah, I don't say. Uh, exactly. I was approached. Yeah, I was, I was just approached by um, a gentleman. Um, I coached his kids in high school. Um, he just mentioned to me that, you know, Vanguard would be starting a golf program. At that time, I was not interested. I was just more of like I was happy where I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it honestly was intriguing because, I, I mean, I, I had my experience at Biola for a short time. I loved that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, came in from the interview, um, you know, with Jeff and Rhett and Kristen and Jeff Melton. And I, I mean, I can honestly tell you, I bombed that interview. I was sweating, <laughs> my armpits, I'm in a suit, I'm like, oh my gosh, God, like, I did the best I could, hopefully they saw some side of my passion, um, but I'm blessed, I mean, I've, I've been blessed ever since. This, Vanguard's always special, the community here, um, everyone supports you, um, from, from the coaches, from the staff, um, it's just, it's a blessing. I'm, it's, I'm going on three years now, and it's been... Every year it's been special, so. Awesome. So you leave thinking you bombed, and then you get the call that you're the yeah. first head coach in the history of Vanguard. So yeah. the first thoughts that kind of come through your head that yeah. call comes through. Um, yeah, Jeff Bassell just called me and took me to lunch, and um, over a firehouse sub, he offered me, said, you're our guy, and I was like, wow, this is great. Um, again, I'm blessed. It's it's a, it's a blessing to be here. Um that's kind of my first thought that came to mind was what a blessing this mm-hmm. was because it's, it was always a dream of mine to kind of coach at the collegiate level mm-hmm. I just really never vocalized it I never really told anybody that but you know God opens doors at times when you don't when you least expect them and that's truly you know what happened so awesome so you're named the head coach December 18 2017 you get straight to work and you signed as like a stud of a class. Like mm-hmm. you signed some very talented individuals in there. So what's kind of the pitch that comes from like a first year head coach? You're like, hey, we're building something here, right. but I gotta pitch you something that's just kind of a dream and it's out there right now. So what's what's the pitch there? Kind of what you just said, just being part of something new, um, building that foundation, being the founding, you know, uh, women's golf program at Vanguard, and, and just expressing to them the community of the school and what what it's all going to feel like while you're on campus. Why the main reason why I coached, you know, uh, why I'm coaching here, why I chose to be here. Um, Yeah, like you said, it was a a blessing that first year, um, you know, being conference championships and, you know, I was blessed with being, you know, coach of the year, um, going on the nationals. Um, That was a huge learning experience for me, um, just from all types, all, all sides of coaching. Um, but yeah, it, it was. I had no expectations for the first year. Just more of you know, building a team, having this compete, mm-hmm. representing Vanguard in a positive way. And it's all about community. And I keep saying that it's all about mm-hmm. community for me, family, right. and representing Christ in the best way that we can. And again, winning championships, coaches of the years, those are just icing on the cake. That's not who I am as a mm-hmm. coach. It's all about building strong character of men and women. So that's, right, yeah. So the first time pen goes to paper and boom, you got your first person on there. What kind of the emotions as you get through the signing day pictures and stuff like that? You're like, wow, this is really happening. Yeah. <laughs> Exciting. Um, you know, just a lot of hard work. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of prayer um, because, you know, when I got hired, like, I mean, I hit the ground running. I mean, I was, you know, traveling to Northern California all over and, uh, you know, there were times where I was like, wow, am I, am I going to be able to get this team? And it just all kind of just started, you know, coming in. And um, it, a lot of excitement, a lot of kind of uh, anxiousness, but a lot of excitement for sure. 
Awesome. So we're talking about that 2019 spring season. So the first contest you guys have is a first place finish for both men and women as individuals, a first place finish for the women as a team overall, and a second place finish for the men. So did you kind of know there was something special brewing after that event, or are you just like, ooh, we're just going to kind of see where this rides? That was pretty yeah. exciting. Um, I, I knew how good my players were just based on playing with them in the recruiting process. You always kind of have like, again, I have no expectations. I'm just like, get a team together, mm -hmm. let's bond together. Um, yeah, they surprised me. I mean, you know, again, golf is not an easy sport. And, and when you're put in a position to, you know, coach comes, they recruit you, you know, they give you a little bit of scholarship money. They, those players might have felt pressure, but they they went out there and they, they played well. It was... It's always nice to win. Again, it's nice to win. We love that, but it's all about growing together and getting better and better each time. So, awesome. So we're gonna fast forward to the GSAC Championship. So as a team, the winner in second place after the first 18 holes. They're eight shots back from the lead. Right. So they go down eight strokes, being up by four strokes on Championship Wednesday. So you're like, wow, we're kind of tasting this thing. So what's the what's the Jeff Anderson special. What's the message during that final day before they head out there? I told my players that morning at breakfast to have fun and everything else will take care of themselves. I did tell them that the pressure is on everybody else because they have to chase us. Mm -hmm. um, and whatever outcome comes, that's what the outcome God had planned for us. Ended up winning. Um, you know, we had two all GSAC players. Um, I was coach of the year for the women. Um, again, those are nice. I, it all comes down to you know, how well the team does for me. It's how well my players do reaching their goals. Mm -hmm. That was just a, not a weird week. It was just a week where they, I felt like my players had no pressure on them. They just mm -hmm. went out and played golf and had fun. There was a lot of smiles on the golf course. There wasn't a lot of, you know, golf, like I said, is a humbling sport. You can get down on yourself really quick. I just never saw that. And it was, again, it's a blessing. Um, it's a good way to start a program. But um, I feel like there's more better and more and better stuff to come. So a lot of fun. Absolutely, yeah. Because whatever you said, work. Because wherever you guys go, you guys go eight strokes. Uh, you're four, four strokes up. You guys take it with a 25-stroke lead yeah. to take on the hardware. Uh, on the men's side, you guys go. You guys start in seventh, and you guys finish five strokes at a second place. So mm -hmm. just whatever that speech was at the end, just definitely worked for them. So as you mentioned. You're voted as GSAC Coach of the Year, so this is why we call this man Cody over here <laughs> in the office. Yeah. And you guys secure a trip to the national championships in Oklahoma City. Yep. So what was it like in there? You got the playoffs and boom, the best of the best are here at the NAI championships. What was that kind of experience like? Very eye-opening. Um, I think for my girls, it was obviously they were blessed to be there. We had a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, but they were playing against you know the best players in schools in the country. Mm -hmm. And... It, and I told them to take it all in. I told them straight up, the breakfast of our um, first round, I told them straight up, there's a reason why we're here. Do the best that you can, and the results are going to follow. And I don't care where we finish, take it all in. And you earned your right to be here, and just take it all in. Um, you know, obviously we didn't play our best, but it was a really good experience for the girls that were there. Mm. For me, personally, just to kind of interact with other coaches. Around. I mean, a lot of coaches in the... A lot of national recognition, and um, it was kind of cool to say we were a first-year program. We won our conference title. Yeah. So that's not a lot of people can say oh, that, yeah. and, I, and, that, and that has nothing to do with me. So it's all my players. So, um, and I wanted them to. I wanted my players to understand that mm -hmm. they accomplished something that not a lot of people could. Right. But a great experience. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. So just kind of getting into the last stuff. Um, 
kind of what have you learned over your time as a coach as you start to gain like when you, you said year three you're jumping into year three here so what is kind of the things that you've been learning and evolving as as a coach is when you kind of spend more time here um that you don't get to sleep very much <laughs> no um gosh that's a good question i'm still learning i learned so much from each and every team that i have from the other coaches here um you know by no means am I the perfect coach or the best coach, but I really enjoy watching my players achieve their goals and play and just to be a small part of what they're trying to do. Um, and first and foremost, just building that relationship, the Christ-centered relationship with the kids and just being around them. And, um, yeah, again, I'm just learning every day. I'm still learning. Um, I would love when my time here comes to an end that the legacy that I do leave that it was a that I left the legacy of man that was a Christ Center program they had a they had a strong um, I don't know what I'm trying to say uh, a strong um, foundation of Christ like followers that achieved their goals and did good for the world and did good for the school so that's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's been great talking with thanks. you. For those that are watching online, um, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you guys subscribe on the Apple Podcasts or uh, SoundCloud, wherever you guys get your listening materials from. Once again, this has been Jeff Anderson. Thanks, man. It's been a pleasure being with you. Absolutely. Appreciate it.